him is for the million things she gave me. Oh, means only that she's growing. Oh, she's growing. Hi, this is Beth Moon. Welcome to the Holiday Moons podcast, where we share our love for the holidays with you year-round. Hi, this is Randy, and today we will be talking about Mother's Day. I will be talking about Mother's Day around the world. Hi, this is Cole, and I will be sharing a fun Mother's Day statistics quiz with all of you. So get out your calculators, because we're doing <laughs> statistics. <laughs> nice. And this is Sydney, and I will be talking about celebrating Mother's Day during the quarantine. Yes, that's something we will all be doing and will be new for all of us. Yep. What holiday happenings do we have for the week? Well, I was at the store and I noticed a rather odd thing. Phenomena, really. Yeah, at Target. Where the section uh, where Target has all the Easter cards. First of all, all the card slots were pretty much empty. Second of all, they were still up. So normally Target is super fast in changing out from one holiday to another, so they should have had a whole section for Mother's Day up already. But instead, they only had little side things for Mother's Day, only a few cards for Mother's Day, and a huge section for Easter cards that only had a few cards left. Yeah, that's very unusual for them not to switch over to the next holiday early and quickly. Yes. Yeah, it makes sense, though. I mean, people aren't browsing anymore, Mm -hmm. so they're not going to be browsing along. And Yeah, I had to browse... For a little bit, um, a couple weeks ago, for the kid's birthday, and I did not like it at all because you, right. you have to touch all the cards, yeah, you have to put them yeah. all back. Yeah, uh, that led me to uh, another phenomenon that we've started to do. Yeah, and with speaking of cards, Randy said that he had gotten some cards online at Hallmark, and I thought, oh, okay, because we have birthdays coming up and anniversary and um, Mother's Day, Mother's yeah. Day, yeah, just a lot of. Stuff, right? Five different things all in one. Yeah. So I got on Hallmark.com and ordered the cards that I wanted. So it was nice. You could open them up, quote unquote, by clicking on them. And it showed you what was inside. It showed you the card next to the envelope. And it went down a progression. So it was really easy to do. And I'm pretty sure I didn't have to pay shipping. If you have a Hallmark membership, you don't, then shipping is free. Otherwise, oh, it's, it's a little bit, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, so that's good to know. If you have an account, then shipping is free. And I'm all for free shipping. That's my thing. I really don't like paying shipping. <laughs> so really that, was, that was good. That's right. I think that I've had entire topics where I've talked about um, Orthodox Christmas. Um, but today is Orthodox Easter. As I've mentioned with the Orthodox Christmas, they're on a, a different calendar, the older calendar than our Gregorian that we use. Yeah, and because they're on, I believe, the Julian calendar mm-hmm. still, and we're on the Gregorian calendar. So uh, maybe someday I'll talk about Orthodox Easter as well as Orthodox Christmas. But again, it's much more focused on the religious aspect right. more than the, uh, I guess you would call, community or secular aspect of of the holiday. So um, no Easter bunny? So no Easter bunny. <laughs> How sad. Uh, no terrifying anthropomorphic Easter bunny. Um, as my childhood fear of coming out at night and seeing one of those big mall bunnies in my house. <laughs> bunnies that you saw used to see at the mall. Yeah. And they, they got better as the years went on. They well, did. Thankfully. They started yeah. off pretty rough. They were. They were pretty yeah. scary. 
But anyone who's celebrating Orthodox Easter... Happy Easter. Happy Easter. So another thing for us that's taking place right now mid to uh, late April as we are recording this is that the uh, red buds and a number of other trees like dogwoods and things like that are in bloom all over the place. And there's a little town not too far from us that actually has a festival focused on red buds. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had driven back there the other day because I have to go, it's about half hour the whole way back. So I had to go there to drop off some junk and uh, I thought it was really pretty. So yesterday we decided, well, three of us decided to go on a little road trip back there. In our our isolation. Yeah, in isolation. (laughs) We We stayed in our car. And took about an hour trip just to see the flowers blooming and you know, people are doing a lot of work on their homes right now. See the blooming flowers. <laughs> see the blooming flowers. And then the countryside was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was a country ride, and it was just beautiful. So it was really nice. And it was it was sunny and pleasant. So uh, it was a really nice th- thing to go do. Yeah, when, something a little different. Yeah, Randy suggested it. And I thought, okay, if he wants to. But when I got out there, I was like, oh, this is really nice. So When I was a kid on Sunday afternoons, my mom and dad would sometimes take us for a ride. They just would like to drive around on long country roads and stuff. And I would always fall asleep. During right. The, or almost always fall asleep. <laughs> Probably after talking my mom's ear off for a little while. So, But she was a nice mom. And speaking of moms. <laughs> uh, last year, Beth talked about the history of Mother's Day and the origins of that day. And as we are moving forward on some different topics related to Mother's Day, I did want to give a brief back history again. So the origins of Mother's Day, as we think about them in the the United States, date back to the 19th century. And in the years before the Civil War, a lady named Ann Reeves Jarvis from West Virginia actually started a Mother's Day work club to teach local women how to properly care for their children, which I thought was interesting. Like, what was she seeing (laughs) that motivated her to uh, create these clubs? Must have been pretty bad. After the Civil War, uh, the same lady, Mrs. Jarvis, organized Mother's Friendship Day, which was a, uh, a place where mothers gathered with former Union and Confederate soldiers to promote reconciliation. She was the mother of a lady named Anna Jarvis. Uh, official Mother's Day holiday arose later in the 1900s as a result of Anna Jarvis's efforts. So following her mother's death in 1905, Anna conceived of the idea of Mother's Day as a way of honoring the sacrifices mothers made for their children. So she worked with a Philadelphia department store owner to create the first official Mother's Day celebration. It was at a Methodist church in Grafton, West Virginia in May 1908. On that same day, thousands of people attended a Mother's Day event at the Wanamaker's retail store in Philadelphia. So following that success, Anna Jarvis uh, resolved to see her holiday added to the national calendar and worked hard to get a number of other states to um, start to adopt Mother's Day as an official holiday. And by 1912, uh, many states and towns and churches had actually adopted that. And it was through her persistence in 1914 when President Woodrow Wilson signed a measure officially establishing the second Sunday in May as Mother's Day. Now, as you may remember, uh, Anna Jarvis actually later 
was very frustrated by the commercialization of Mother's Day. And she tried to get it to no longer be a national holiday because she was so frustrated with it. But that's and she a was frustrated story. with the commercialization. Right. She didn't like that. But at all. Clearly <laughs> it caught on it caught America's attention because right. it re- they really liked that and yes. I, I you know <laughs> you have I, no complaints. Exactly. <laughs> I think Anna was wrong. She, I think commercialization is fine. Anna clearly didn't in- <laughs> And it clearly didn't know how to enjoy stuff. <laughs> That's right. <Plain> stuff. <laughs> yes. She was particularly frustrated with the florist. But Mother's Day actually spread in a lot of ways around the world. And that's what I wanted to talk about some today. And some of it comes from other traditions, but um, some of it actually comes from the United States tradition. I'm going to go through a number of countries that celebrate Mother's Day either in the same general time frame or even a different time frame and kind of how they celebrate that. So the United Kingdom celebrates Mother's Day on the fourth Sunday of Lent, and they call it Mothering Sunday. So during medieval times, poor families often sent their children off to work as domestic servants or apprentices to rich families. The rare day off was traditionally granted during the Lenten season so they could worship the Virgin Mary and visit their actual home, their mother church, and their family. So children would often pick flowers to give to their mothers and bake special cakes called mothering cakes, give them to their families on that day. Now today, Mother's Day is celebrated very similar to the way we celebrate it in America with the commercialization of flowers, cards, gifts, and family meals. But it does still remain a um, holiday that's focused on religion. And there's many churches handing out daffodils for children to give to mom Right. And um, there's sense. girls who bake fruitcakes for their mothers. Apparently, that's a they don't thing. they don't like their mothers. <laughs> <laughs> so one way you can take this celebration and make it into your own uh, is you could ask your family to celebrate you and Mother's Day by launching a new tradition based on one of your own childhood traditions. Huh. Yeah, yeah, well, that's an idea. In Germany, uh, they have something called Muttertag, which takes place on the second Sunday in May. It's in Germany, the giving of Mother's Day cards is extremely popular. So they might want to use that website. That's right. (laughs) So if you look back during World War II, Mother's Day traditions took on a political significance as the day to acknowledge women for producing children for the Vaterland or fatherland. Medals were awarded in gold, silver, or bronze based on how many children were in the household. Good grief. (laughs) So... uh, (laughs) Yeah, since the war, obviously, it's taken on uh, a feel much more like we have today with gifts, cards, flowers, and a festive meal earmarking the day. Because I know that in before the war, there was a lot of push to for women to have more children. Right. Kind of uh, Germany needs troops. That's right. That's right. Now, in Japan, Mother's Day is celebrated on the second Sunday in May. And is symbolized by beautiful carnations, which represent the gentle strength of mothers who are revered in Japanese culture. So, um, like in a lot of other countries, Mother's Day is a day for pampering moms. Kids help take over the household chores, have a special family meal like sushi or eggs, and give their mothers red carnations or roses or cards. Now also, another connection to World War II, after the war... 
A version of Mother's Day in Japan grew popular as a way of comforting mothers who had lost sons to the war. Oh, that's a good idea. You'll see carnations presented around this March holiday as they symbolize the sweetness and endurance of motherhood in Japanese culture. So they have actually two times that they celebrate mothers, one in March and one in May. Originally, children gave a red carnation to a living mother and then displayed a white one if their mother had died. Oh. Nowadays, white has become the traditional culture. So a way to bring this uh, holiday home could be to thank the moms in your community who help your family by writing notes of gratitude to them, tie the notes in white carnations, and leave the flowers on the mom's doorsteps, which is very appropriate for self-isolation. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Okay, moving to Australia. Oh, we are? Yes. <laughs> We're moving to Australia. Uh, they also celebrate Mother's Day on the second Sunday in May. Here, chrysanthemums are also popular in addition to carnations because mothers are called mums. Uh-huh. Aunts and grandmothers true. are also acknowledged with gifts. So in Australia, there's a lot of service events that are held around the holiday. Many organizations hold events that help raise money for women's causes. Oh, that's a good idea. Mothers, aunts, and grandmothers are not expected to work on this day in Australia and are usually pampered with delicious breakfast, I put delicious in quotes, in bed or a nicer dinner out. Why is delicious in quotes? Well, if the kids are making it or the uh, husband doesn't know how to cook, <laughs> right. you know, that, that sort Depends of thing. Depends on how delicious that is. Huh? That's yeah. right. That's the dinner's out. They do their best. <laughs> right. Right. Now moving over to France. Uh, so in France, Mother's Day, which is Fete de Marais, maybe, takes place in late May or early June. It didn't become an official day of celebration until 1950, but was originally declared a holiday by Napoleon. So on this day in France, like the United States, moms relax, relying on children to cater to their needs and do their chores. A large celebratory meal ends this relaxing, enjoyable day. So, going back a little bit in time, in 1920 in France, the government began awarding medals to mothers of large families in gratitude for helping rebuild the population after so many lives were lost in World War I. After the Second World War, the government declared the last Sunday in May to be the Day of Mothers, and a traditional gift is now a flower-shaped cake. Oh, that's neat. Mm-hmm. So, um, a way to bring it home, obviously awarding medals for bringing children into the world <laughs> is probably outdated, but expressing gratitude never goes out of style. So, you can share your thankfulness for each family member at dinner and ask them to do the same. So, that might be a way to do that. Okay, now Ethiopia. So, Mother's Day is celebrated at the end of the fall rainy season in Ethiopia as part of a three-day Anthrosht festival, which is dedicated to moms. So, when the weather clears up and the sky is empty of rain, family members come home to celebrate with a large feast. Daughters traditionally bring vegetables, butter, spices, and cheese while the sons bring meat of various types, including lamb or bull. These will be included in a traditional hash recipe. And then they're singing and dancing by all members of the family. Wow, that's quite the celebration. It is. Uh, so a way to bring that home, you can share stories about all the women in your family, go through photo albums together, and create a personal scrapbook of those special moms who've come before you. It's a good idea. It's a good idea for anyone. Okay, so this one is Serbia. This is another country that needs three days, like Ethiopia, to fully acknowledge their mothers. Mother's Day takes place in December 
and is part of a series of holidays including Children's Day and Father's Day. And all three holidays take place on consecutive Sundays and require lots of rope. <laughs> so, on Children's Day, children are tied up and must agree to behave before they are unbound. Then on Mother's Day, it's the mom's turn to be tied up where she will remain until she supplies yummy treats and small gifts to her children. Somehow while tied up. I was going to say, it's kind of hard when you're tired up, tied up, so you have to plan ahead. Yeah. Finally, it's Father's Day, and it's Dad's turn to be tied up. And he's tied up until they give the family Christmas gifts. At that point, everybody feasts. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So it's around Christmas then. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's in December. Mm-hmm. Oh, so so do you tie Santa up until he gives the goodies too? <laughs> yeah. I don't say know. There's a whole thing happening instead of bribing him with circular treats. I don't know what Serbia does for Santa. It might Christ. be like a Father Christmas or Father yeah. Frost or it's something true. like that. Mm-hmm. And they may tie him up. I don't know. Okay, so over to India. So obviously, India is very culturally diverse. They do have a westernized version of Mother's Day celebrated on the second Sunday in May, where Indians reflect upon the importance of mothers in their lives and the sacrifices they have made. However, the Hindus in India also celebrate the goddess Durga, or the Divine Mother, during a 10-day festival called Durga Puja in October. Durga Puja celebrates the triumph of good over evil and is earmarked by gifts given to friends and family, as well as feasts and celebrations. Ten days. Wow. That's a long celebration. Very long. And the way to bring, bring this one home is you could visit other moms you know among both families and friends, I guess virtually these days, and take them home baked goods. I guess leave them on their step. Yeah. If you live close by. And the final one is Thailand. So Thailand celebrates Mother's Day every year on August 12th to mark the birthday of Queen Sirikit. So, as the world's longest reigning royal consort for more than 60 years, Her Majesty was well-renowned for her extensive charity work and countless development projects throughout Thailand. So, Queen Sirikit is regarded as the mother of the nation and is celebrated together with Mother's Day through parades, ceremonies, and private family gatherings. So early in the morning on Mother's Day, ceremonies take place where people will offer food to Thailand's Buddhist monks as a means of giving alms. Schools throughout the country will hold a special ceremony where children will spend weeks rehearsing special performances. Mothers will come to their school on this day and their children will kneel at uh, his or her mother's feet to pay respect for all she has done for them. However, most schools, government offices and businesses are closed on that day. A traditional Mother's Day gift in Thailand is jasmine, a white flower called Dok Mali in Thai. It is used in worship and symbolizes qualities of purity, gentleness, and of course, motherhood. And it smells amazing. Yeah. Jasmine smells great. So a lot of respect out there for mothers and a lot of it in the second week of May. So, yeah. 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 Kind of interesting. You think of others around the world celebrating Mother's Day, as we do this year on May 10th, I think it is. Mm-hmm. All right, so there are always a lot of fun statistics around any holiday, how much is spent, um, how many people buy certain things, and which things are bought the most, where people are shopping, and Mother's Day is no exception to that. I've got a few statistics here from previous years, not necessarily this year's numbers, because I feel like this year is kind of a special case in terms of online versus in-person shopping numbers and 
right. so yes, on. That's true. But I'll be asking you guys a few questions. Some of them will be multiple choice. Some of them will be guessing a percentage number, and whoever gets it closest gets a point. So okay. I'll, uh, I'll keep it simple and say each person that gets it right or the closest to right will get a point, and we'll see who comes out on top at the end. Awesome. All right, so the first one is going to be guessing a number for you guys. Seven. Well, you have already failed, probably, <laughs> uh, because it is... Uh, the number of Americans who planned to celebrate Mother's Day, the percentage. Um, I would say 80%. 75%. 85%. Sydney is the closest, 84 What about in previous years? Uh, again, this is not this year because we don't have that kind of skewed information yet. Total estimated amount spent by Americans for Mother's Day. And I'll give you guys uh, multiple choice for okay. this one. Thank you. <laughs> you have 19.9 billion, 17.9 billion, 21.4 billion. Probably should have started with that one, so it was <laughs> highest to lowest. So we'll say 21.4, 19.9, 17.9, and 15. 19.9, 21. Point whatever it is. Was that that was the highest? That right? was yeah. the highest. Was nineteen the second highest? Yes. I'm gonna go with twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one is correct. Yay. Yeah. Good. Again. <laughs> Good for you, everyone. High spending on your mothers. That's right. <laughs> Encourage that. And the Jarvis would not like that. <laughs> but Beth Moon does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the next one is going to be guessing a number, but I'll give you guys a hint for this one. Okay. So it's the average amount spent per mother, and, okay. it, and it's above 130. Wow. Okay. Per mother. Okay, I'll say $210. $150. 250 Okay, so mom gets that one because it is 172 Oh, good. Oh, well, we spend more on you, that apparently, Yay. than we should be. This, this is just the average You should put a point down for me. <laughs> I'll get there. We're getting there. Okay, so the next one is, this one's a multiple choice. What group of people spends the most on gifts for mom? And you've got um, 18 to 24, 25 to 34, 35 to 44, 45 to 54, 55 to 64, and 65 plus. All right, 45 to 55. I'm going to say 25 to 35. I'm going to say the lower one, 18 to 25. The third place is 35 to 45 with um, a 195 spent per mother on average. Second is 18 to 25, which is 189 spent per mother. And first place is 25 to 35 with 229 Yay. spent per mother. So that was you, right? Another point for Beth. Another point for you. <laughs> the mother is on top here. I'm just curious about that, though. Because, like, the reason why I did, like, the 40 to 50, like, time range is that, or age range, 
um, is that they usually have more money to spend right. versus in the twenties. We did that before too. There were diff- we had different quizzes, and yeah. we were thinking the same thing, and it was wrong. But yeah. we were we I did the same thing. Before. It could be that that's the time frame when. Uh, people realize how much their mothers did for them. You know, mm-hmm. they're finally out of their childhood and they feel guilty and now they're spending more. Or they're they feel appreciative. Yeah. And this and is just like the more. average yeah. amount of uh, all people in the U.S. Yeah, but it's a pretty it's, significant amount yeah. for that group. It's not like percentage of people in that age range of like Italian families who spend on their mother. Right. Well, if you think Which about it. Which is like it, way higher, I assume. Yeah, that's right. Because it's your mother. It's your mother. Right. Um... And if you think about it, they might have zero or very few children at that point, too, to spend money on. So True. that could add into the fact that, of having a little more. Okay, so I don't know. the next one is taking a look at where people are shopping for Mother's Day. So our options are... Macy's? <laughs> <laughs> no, a little more general than that. Ow. I want you guys to put these in order. Okay. And I'll only give you uh, three options here to make that easy. Okay. Department store, specialty store, and shopping online. And this is under normal circumstances, not quarantine circumstances. Not quarantine circumstances. <laughs> Department That's store, specialty store, and online. Yep. So you won last time, Buster. So you go first. Department store, online, specialty store. So I will go online... Department store, specialty store. Okay, so you guys managed to pick the options that were not correct. <laughs> okay. So it is department store, number one, with 33%, then specialty store with uh, 29%, and then online with yeah. 27%. So what's considered a specialty store? So it would be a smaller store, like a flower store, a okay. candy store, um, Hallmark would be a specialty, specialty store. store. Yeah. Gotcha. Yankee Candle Factory. <laughs> I don't Bath, want those. Bath and Body Works. <laughs> Bath and Body Works. Yeah. We can go on and on. <laughs> so for my last question, it's going to be a, a three-parter here. Yes. Because <laughs> okay. We're going to guess what percentage of Mother's Day gifts are for mothers, wives, and grandmothers. Oh, okay. Mothers, okay. wives. So there's one point for Grannies. each of those for whoever gets the closest. Wait. Okay. Percentage? Percentage. So out of a hundred, so we're gonna choose yeah, three 100. different yep. percentages. Yep. Do they have to total up to a hundred? No. Okay. No, okay, because there's other things like each one has a hundred. Um, like daughters and okay. So we'll start with obviously the biggest one, which is mothers. So what percentage do you think of gifts go to actual mothers or stepmothers? That's in the lead, so she goes first. Thirty-five percent. This is Sydney. I say 50%. And for Randy, I say 40%. All right. So that one goes to Sydney. Me? Yep, because she guessed 50% and it is 62%. Wow. Okay. Wow, that's a big chunk of 100%. Yes, it is. So then let's skip over to grandmother. Okay. What percentage do you think goes to... The grandmother. I would say 20%. That's actually my answer, too. 20. I was going to say 18%. Well, you would be the closest then. Um, Not super close, but it is 
seven percent. Aw, poor grandmothers. <laughs> Sheesh. There but, was a Grandparents' Day at a different time of year, so. Then last of all is the wife. Okay, so 20% for that. 20%? 30. 30. I'll say, I'll go back to my 18. 18. Okay, well, looks like the mother is going to be the winner here because it is 23%. Oh, okay. very close. All right. So wait, what's the difference between a mother and a wife? Is it like kids giving gifts versus husbands yeah, giving gifts? Yeah, I would be what right. it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yep, so the total points are Randy, two points. Yay. Sydney, two points. Yay. And Beth, four points. Yay! <laughs> and she's the mother, so and she's the mother. So I won. So she just guessed all the highest for all of those, because that's what she felt like it should be. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And it happened to be accurate a lot of times. That's true. So it's always fun for us to take a look at statistics. There's always something that jumps out that we wouldn't really think of. It looks like if somebody's spending a little short on their mother, you need to at least be getting up to 172 this year. I guess so. Well, thank you, Cole. That was very interesting. So, speaking of Mother's Day this year, we have the unique situation of having to stay indoors. The week we are recording this is the week of April 19th. We have three weeks until... As of right now, until Mother's Day on May 10th. And when you all hear this, you all will still have a week until Mother's Day. But I am assuming that the quarantine stay-at-home um, advice is still... Applicable, um, right? Yeah. yeah. Still happening. I mean... Exactly. We're assuming that, but not hoping that. Right. It'd be nice <laughs> if it was lifted by then. Right. But if it isn't, by the time Mother's Day comes around, typically people take mothers out for dinner or for lunch or even for brunch and breakfast um, during Mother's Day. However, with everything going on, this will be a very unique Mother's Day where nobody will be going to restaurants. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Which will be very, very strange. So... Here are a few traditional ideas and perhaps not as traditional ideas that you can take to give um, your mother a very special Mother's Day during this quarantine. So the first idea is to pick flowers or to buy a bouquet of flowers again online. There are online websites where you can buy very nice flowers and have them delivered to your home. Right, and the florists are still delivering. Yes. They are doing special ways of delivering so that it's hands-free as possible. Right. But they are still delivering. Yeah. Feel free to support your local florist. Yeah. It's funny. The place where I live is right behind a plant nursery, and they are always popping over there. They're just constantly moving stuff and banging on stuff before I wake <laughs> up and... Uh, equipment, yeah, equipment moving around. So I can tell you from personal experience, the florists are still working. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and if you're speaking of which, if your mother loves to garden, you can always get her uh, flowers or bushes or you know whatever else to have, from have her to give her a very fun project. Only if she asks for it. Please do not give your mother more work. <laughs> oh, <laughs> if she, she not ask it. for yeah. exactly. The second thing is um, have a picnic. So. Our mom, Beth, does not like picnics. I don't. You know, when I was in my young 20s, somebody said that they opted out of picnics. And I was like, what? 
you're allowed to opt out of picnics? <laughs> that is so awesome. I opt out of picnics. <laughs> Why didn't anyone tell me before? I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if your mother likes picnics, um, to get some vitamin D, uh, it's a mood booster, get some disposable containers, just, you know, have fun. Of course, it has to be a nice day. So if it's not a nice day, then you're kind of out of luck there. Right. And if you have a yard, that's nice. Yeah. Another one is to um, have a movie night. So this is very fun. Set mom up with her favorite movie um, with a blanket, popcorn, ice cream, ice cream. You know, just a suggestion. That's right. You can send your mom her favorite meal. So if you are away or um, at your home during quarantine and not at your mom's home, that's another thing Grubhub and other restaurants deliver now. So you can... Deliver food, her favorite food, if you have a place nearby that she likes. You can order takeout from her favorite restaurant. So some some restaurants you some restaurants deliver, and some you go and pick up the food yourself. Um, make a gratitude video. So this is kind of cute um, to show your mom how grateful you are for the values and lessons she's taught you. Make a video montage of you and your siblings thanking her. You can throw in dad as well. Okay, grandchildren and other family members involved as well for the ultimate tribute video. Oh, that's a cute idea. Yeah. Send a homemade gift. So if you're looking for ways to keep your kids entertained during quarantine, break out the art supplies and have them make mementos for their grandma. Um, if you're a father looking to give something special to mom, these homemade gifts will truly make her smile. You can direct a skit with your siblings, so me and Cole were never really into skits, but if your children are into drama, you're at home and kids no longer have a drama club. Um, they can <laughs> use true. their skills for to make a skip for mom. You can drive by the house with posters and balloons. Or really, you can even like put um, posters in the ground and um, attach some balloons there. Mm-hmm. You can bake with her or for her. Send her flowers. Host a book club online. Make her breakfast in bed. Have a spa day. Do an in-home wine tasting. I thought that was kind of funny. So the spa day would be an in-home spa day. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So you would be hosting, set out bath salts, a face mask, and a bottle of wine for your mom to enjoy. I'm sensing wine is like a theme here. So it's much more like a DIY. All yeah. of this yeah. is a DIY. Right. Um, same with the wine tasting. Host your own wine and paint class. Again, by yourselves. Um, right. Help her with a project she's been wanting to do. Yeah, I like that one because you know it could be projects around the house that she's been wanting to get done, but either she can't do it herself, or it would be like boost her energy wise, or um, uh, just having more people to to help get it moving along. So you can always ask if there's something in you know, specific that might be helpful. Yeah, yeah. So that is a very nice one. You know, something that you can do too if you can't go to visit her. Is like you had said, you could put balloons outside, but another thing is you could bake a cake or mm-hmm. her favorite foods or whatever and put it on her doorstep and then go back out to your car and yeah. call her and tell her to look on her doorstep and make sure she gets it so the local dog doesn't get it. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, there are different things that you can do. And I found on Pinterest a number of things as well. And what I really like is like a brunch from home. Pinterest just has a lot of really fun ideas, and it's um, how to set up a really cute little brunch. There's a waffle bar, there's like a <laughs> pancake cute. bar with all kinds of toppings, and just um, how to 
do different, even Mother's Day decorations, DIY decorations, right? However way you celebrate, you still might want to um, deck the place out. Yeah. Make it a little more festive. Exactly. And even like set up like a little Instagram area even uh, for those who like Instagram. Yeah, to take pictures in front of with their mother. Yeah. um, There are all kinds of things that you can do. It's just a little different this year may um, cause you to be maybe a little bit more creative. Right. That's exactly right. Um, you have you to plan do. a little more. Right. But um, all of this is fairly simple. Mm-hmm. You can get a lot of things online if you think ahead of time. So, um, so yeah, those are just some fun ideas to celebrate Mother's Day during the quarantine. Yeah, and obviously it matters if you're quarantined with your mother. Right. right. Or you're quarantined away from your mother and right. have to do things... Either remotely or, like you say, kind of in front of the house in some right. way um, where you can still interact. So very fun ideas. Thank you for that. Very fun Mother's Day. We hope that all of you have a very uplifting and positive Mother's Day as you plan for that festivity ahead. Our future festivities are for the week of May 4th. May 4th is National Star Wars Day. Uh, May, the, May the 4th be with you. That's right. <laughs> May 5th is Cinco de Mayo. May 6th is National Nurses Day. May 7th is National Day of Prayer. May 8th is VE, Victory in Europe Day for World War II. May 9th is National Train Day. And May 10th, as we've been talking about, is Mother's Day in the United States. Probably in a number of these other countries. Now you can always follow us on social media by following us on Twitter at Holiday underscore Moons. On Instagram, we are at Holiday Moons, one word. You can find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group and a Facebook page by searching Holiday Moons in the search bar. And you can contact us at any time at HolidayMoons at gmail.com. So, from the Moon family, Happy Happy Mother's Day. Day! I've been around the world, you bet, but never went to school. Hard knocks are all I seem to get. Perhaps I've been a fool. But still some educated folks supposed to be so swell would fail if they were called upon a simple word to spell. Now if you'd like to put me to the test, there's one dear name that I can spell the best. For the million things she gave me Oh, means only that she's growing old She's growing old Tears for the tears were shed to save me Ages for her heart of purest gold for her eyes with love light shining Our means right and right she'll always be always be Put them all together they spell mother A word that means a world to me M is for the mercy she possesses. O means that I owe her all I own. T is for her.
sweet caresses. H is for her hands that made a home. She made a home. E means everything she's done to help me. R means real and regular, you see, you 